This is Sean the Mouse Strauss with Lens and the Mouse coming at you with episode two, Activities of the Paranormal. So let's get it started. talking about activities of the paranormal. What are your thoughts on the paranormal? Well, I know me and you, uh, we've been through some um, different times with the paranormal. Um, we had a group together, right? Yes, we did. Um, spent a lot of times going up to a certain place um, in Wisconsin, I remember. Uh, a couple times, actually, we went out there. Yes, that was that client was very annoying. Yeah. He was giving us most of his business, though. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely had some experiences with you during our paranormal investigations. And we still kind of do it, you know, do it just kind of for, like, extracurricular thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of different things that I think I've kind of witnessed with you. Um, you do remember last week's episode, we talked about what happened at the bank a little bit. Yeah, it, it, there was some interesting things, you know, at the bank. Like I had mentioned last episode, that, that handprint down oh, yeah. in the basement. Well, tell me about your cross. <laughs> the cross. The you cross the I cross? wear when, when I go on investigations. Yeah. Um, basically, we were up on uh, top floor, and st- if there's something that tends to be around, I my cross tends to start burning occasionally. Um, not terrible, but enough that I notice it. Mm-hmm. And it started to, and it's about all I remember. Right. Um, and I was a witness to firsthand to this. Um, what happened was, I mean, his cross started burning. He came downstairs, and his just behavior kind of changed a little bit too. So it was a very weird, weird day at the bank, but... Uh, Definitely, like I said, guys, I've been through a lot of different experiences with him, um, with paranormal, but uh, lots of stuff in Wisconsin, though, I'd say. Like, from what I've researched and what I've done, you know, I did a paperwork in Wisconsin, or sorry, in high school, did a paper on paranormal and, like, ghosts and stuff like that. And, like, we have more, what would you say, more activity here than most states do, apparently. I think it's I more activity, more activity per capita. That's what I mean. I guess maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's right. But you know what I mean. You get what yeah. I'm trying to say. But uh, yeah, I mean, really interested in it. You know, I don't know. You know, if there's listeners on here that you know would uh, want to comment on that or whatever later on after the video or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's definitely, you know, an interest. So, <clears throat> on a little more lighter note, I, n- I know I've had this conversation with you before. Do ghosts have, like, jobs after they die? <laughs> it's so funny that uh, Sean brought this up because uh, I was just thinking about that. Like, do they? Like, or how about this? Are they actually investigating you or you're investigating them? Like, they're going to sit there and walk around with, like, the little devices and things like that. <laughs> 
the like, you know. I mean, it makes you wonder, like, okay, so, you know, we have our day jobs, you know, right. whatever it be, post office, right. what have you. Um, do ghosts, like, is a single ghost having yeah. to haunt one place 24-7 all the time? Um, or, you know, do they, is, are there shifts? You know, like morning shift, mid shift, shift, day shift, you know, whatever. And if that's the case, you know, say they do have shifts, uh, you know, one gets done with shift, you know, does he (laughs) go home? Like, you know, does he have a ghost wife, ghost kids, ghost dog, like... Ghost dog, ghost kids, absolutely everything it could be. You think about that, like... This is going to turn into kind of philosophical, but, like, what really happens when you die? You know what I'm saying? Like, when you become a ghost. Do you have, like, if, a ghost job? If. If. You become. Because, I mean, yeah. honestly, like, you, the question you just posed. Yeah. What happens? You know? Yeah. Nobody knows. We've kind of had this talk, you know what I mean? Even though we've, we've done ghosts, like, paranormal investigations, like, well, what really... You know what really happens after that. You know what I mean? Like, do you just you just kind of float around or what? But anyways, kind of. Sorry, folks, we're getting a little <laughs> off subject. But I'm just saying. Hey, it's still it's, paranormal. It's still, still paranormal. But uh, yeah, what else? Um, you remember that one times we were in the woods and you saw red eyes. Oh, I was so excited for that. I really was. So, I've been interested in the paranormal myself for years now and we were out where was it madison uh, i think it was um there was like a it was out by the sanatorium right yep sanatorium that's what i was thinking uh, well, exactly i guess is now the what health offices or something right um but we were in the woods and got this uh with the flashlight you know just right. starting out <laughs> so we had very minimal dark out minimal right. equipment um, but we saw, or I saw, I don't know if you saw it right away until I pointed it out. You mentioned um, it, but I didn't the, see it. The, the, the set of just red glowing eyes. So I, I was excited. I'm like, right. oh my God, you know, we actually found something. Something, yeah. You know, and, uh, started moving closer to us mm-hmm. and closer and I, my heart was starting to race from, you know, excitement, right. from adrenaline. Right. I'm like, oh, this this is awesome. And turned out to be a deer. Deer, yeah. I remember all too well because I was kind of, my heart was racing, but for a different reason, I think. <laughs> I, I, folks, I, I was a little scared. Not going not gonna, to not gonna lie. But you just, because you're out there in the middle of the woods and it's dark and you don't know. You know what I mean? Um, and a little backdrop on that story. Um, Sean can correct me if I'm wrong here, but... Uh, we were trying to get to the cemetery, right? Yes, yes, we were. And because the cemetery had like history with it, right? And uh, some, how do I say this? Sac, I think there were some sacrifices made or something along those lines or something like a long time ago. People, different cults and things like that used the cemetery for. That's what reasons. we had, you know, come across in the. Um you know, research that we did. Right. I, you know, who's to say for its authenticity? I, I don't know. Right. Because we never made it back there. I know. We should, uh, you know, I think we should go back someday maybe. We'll just have to see. Do a live cast from the 
the Web woods. Podcast from the woods. <laughs> Bring our little microphones with us. <laughs> oh. For sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, the, the guy's house that we went up to, um, where, where, where did we go when we went there? Uh, that was in... Somewhere up north, I just remember, right? Up north? I want to say Mostyn. Mostyn, yeah. Mo- it was Mostyn. You, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So the deal with this one, this investigation, I think we were out there at least three or four times. I would say close to three or four times. Um, and we had some other people try to join the team and um, things like that, so couple of times we had people come up with us. But anyways, long story short, well, so this guy that we were doing the investigation for kept saying that he wanted the, he didn't care that they were there. And, you know, I, I think, and we kind of talked about this, that like, if he didn't care that they were there, they're going to stay. It doesn't matter what we did to try to get rid of them. If, if the client doesn't care that they're there, that you're going to know that, you know, yeah. you kind of have to make it known, like, this is my house, I need you to move on, or whatever. Um, so aside from just going out there so many times and then finding out that he didn't care that they were there, so right. why are we there? What was the, uh, I guess, the freakiest thing for you out at that particular... Okay, freakiest thing for me Yeah, was being in the uh, crawl space with you. Um, and using kind of you as a, how, how do I, how do I phrase this? Like a, a spiritual board per se. Um, because I was a human Ouija board pretty much, but, uh, yeah, it was kind of scary cause we're down in this crawl space and Sean's just like his voice starting to change and then things like that. And just, just a very weird experience. Um, but, and I don't really remember it. Right, just like he doesn't remember the incident at the bank. So, um, there's that. I guess that would be kind of freaky. Like I said, I don't really remember it, unfortunately. Behavior so. change and stuff like that. But yeah, we uh, went up to his house at least a couple times and tried to figure it out. Um, he had, I think he had like a, two kids and a dog or something like that, I think. So he was kind of worried about his kids, I think, at the time, and... He tried to go talk to the, I don't know, didn't you, I don't know if he ever talked to you about this, but he tried to go talk to the police or something at one point, or he said he tried to talk to some people in town, and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be sharing that information with them, because he's like, they thought I was crazy, but you don't just go up and tell random people about about this stuff, because no, I I don't think the right folks' hands. I don't think he ever told me that. Well, he did tell me that, so he's learning something here, live on the podcast. Wow, that's... So, yeah. Um, he didn't mention it to me, so, but they looked at him like he was crazy, you know, but I mean, well, I, normal, if you don't, you know, it's hard to get believers to believe if they haven't really been out there, or at least tried to experience it, you know, but that's the problem. I yeah. mean, you know, you get someone who just flat out refuses to believe that mm-hmm. is so closed minded that, I mean, anything with our team right, and the, the team or two I had after that, mm-hmm. was never definitively, this is paranormal. Right. It yeah. was always... We always try to debunk it, right? Because we try to figure out natural I don't, reasons for yeah, something. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't use the word debunk. Right, maybe debunk. But more or less. Find debunk. a natural reason for what's but, going yeah, on. Yeah, the natural, the logical, right. you know, this is most likely what is happening. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and again, folks, like, 
you know, I started to talk to Sean about this stuff because that's how, you know, we, we met at the bank and then you know, he, he found out I was interested in paranormal. I found out he was interested in paranormal. So it was really cool that we had some of the same interests and then we just, just kind of kicked off. Um, For me, being out at that uh, individual's house, the probably the, I mean, I'm not freaked out by much. You know my past. Right, I know. Yeah. Um, but the freakiest thing for me was probably when I went down into the crawl space with his son and had our EMF meter, had a motion sensing light, and also, um, actually, I think those were the only things that I had down there were the EMF reader mm-hmm. uh, and the motion sensing light. And I was getting nothing being down there, you know, doing my EVP session. And so his son asked, you know, can I come down? And I said, yeah, sure, no problem. Here's what we got to do. You know, you're going to introduce yourself, you know, say your name, and then you can ask a question and then wait. I also had the digital recorder because I was doing an EVP. And I said, "You, you more or less may not hear anything. Um, you know, we'll review the tapes and all that, the recordings afterwards. And he said his name and, uh, he said, you know, my name is so-and-so I am our client's son. And that EMF meter spiked the motion sensing light came on right? and it it freaked him out enough Mm -hmm. that he went running back upstairs and even I kind of went, okay, there's got to be something with this family. Right. And I think it was after that that I had gone out to the back of the property. Um, and, I mean, he, he had a lot, bought the property, cleared a lot of trees out. Now, in Mawson, there is a huge Native American, you know, heritage around that area. Mm-hmm. So... After I got the reaction in the crawl space, I went out to the back of the property and was like, well, I'm going to try something. It's either going to work or it's not. I have a tendency to try to upset stuff. So, because I want some sort of reaction. Right. So I snapped a tree branch. And, you know, before I said, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something. You may not like it. If you don't like it, let me know. Mm-hmm. And I snapped the tree branch and got a scratch on my arm. Like my I arm that is no, that my arm that is nowhere near anything that could, could scratch it. Like I, I didn't, I wasn't next to a bush that I, I moved my arm, right. I, just a random scratch. Yeah. And it was crazy. so that like the combination of those just kind of probably the freakiest thing for me. Right. Yeah, I mean that was that was a big investigation. And then there was the remember the guy in Portage? Was it Portage? Yeah, because he had the same name as me, just spelled different. It was so crazy. <laughs> and that that what was that investigation? That was like he was saying So refresh him, my memory a little him bit. Him and his wife apparently he was a paranormal investigator from Louisiana. Had moved up here. Right. And him and his wife were seeing Shadows in their closet was like when the door was closed, the 
gap at the bottom, they saw like a green glowing light. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was like just a constant feeling of um, not feeling very well while they were in their own apartment. Like if they were outside the apartment, they felt fine. But being in there, they just felt ill. I thought they said that there was like a kid or something, right? Like you thought you saw a kid or something. I think that was the size of the shadow. The sh- so he thought it was he deductive reasoning. Yeah, he made it, you know, made it look like a kid or something. That's that's what he was under the impression of. Um, and what I can remember is like, so we went in and we did the investigation. We had all you know, all, all our equipment. We did the whole EVP stuff like that. A normal, you know, you go in and you do an investigation. But at the end, we again used Sean as a uh, another spiritual board, and we kind of talked the kid through him uh, through Sean. So, I mean, it's just a unique experience. Sean has this ability to kind of, uh, I don't know, talk with them more and be able to kind of sense it more. I, so I do seem to be a little bit more receptive. Receptive but. to it. Um, Wish I was like him. I gotta get my receptive ears on or something. Get a big antenna that just comes out of my head or something. Ghosts come to me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, those were some of the biggest ones that I can remember. Well, even um, if a big antenna out of your head didn't work, it still looked funny. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm already I'd, tall, I'd find so it funny. I mean, yeah, well, why not? I mean, just add another, you know, ten foot pole to me or something. Ooh, ten feet. Uh, maybe not ten feet, five feet, something like that. <laughs> a lot of feet right there. Reception. Can we just make ghost reception like a big reception thing? Just but the back back to the portage one. Yeah. Do you recall the picture? The picture. No. Refresh me. So you remember I used the Xbox 360 Connect camera, had it pointed towards their closet. I'm getting chills you, right now. Yeah. But do you I do remember? remember now? I do okay. remember. Now it's all coming back. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. Huh. So, anyone who's not familiar with the Kinect camera, what it cool. does... That's like cool. It, it actually shows. What it does is the okay. motion capture, um, if someone steps in front of the camera, it creates a bit of a stick figure. Well, the theory behind it is that if a spirit or, you know, something manifests itself in front of it, it will add the little skeleton. And... I was watching the monitor and had it, again had it pointed towards his closet and all of a sudden a stick figure appeared. I'm not in front of it. Mike's not in front of it because you were outside at the time. Right. Like this talking is, to his wife. I think, well, yeah, and we had, we had split up, you know, to try Just to, to kind of... To kind of keep from contaminating each other's... Right, stories. Like EV, EVP story. sessions, EVP stuff sessions, like that. Not stories, but... But... Um, and I was like, I, I was like, I so I tried to snap a picture with the stick figure, but for some reason, when I saved the image, the stick figure wasn't there. Now I don't know if that was like the the you know the program or you know just something that it wouldn't do or, or whatever. Right. But it was Mike's turn to do his investigation, so I you know I I went outside, started looking through you know, watching the video of it, all that, and then looking at the pictures and the voice recordings I took. And I saw the picture I had tried to save of the skeleton on the 360. I noticed two little, like, 
glowing dots. That's right. And like at first, out of not out of the ordinary because it was kind of a grainy picture to begin with. But I thought, well, you know, those are like perfectly spaced apart, which seemed kind of <laughs> odd. Right. Um, so I zoomed in and I, I immediately <laughs> called you on the radio. That's right. It was like, radios, yeah. I was like, you need to come look at this. Mm-hmm. Didn't tell you what I found. Uh, and I both did like downstairs yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't want to infer what I saw because I didn't want you to go, oh yeah, just, you know, your brain to already be thinking right, that. Right. Cause that's, uh, yeah. So it was like, and it probably took you a matter of what a minute, minute, yeah, to find what I had seen. Yeah, and boom, it was there. You know, it was like it, it whoa, just, I was kind of blown back. Yeah, for a like yeah. it was a face, you oh. know, of what looked to you be could see the eyes, and then it was just kind of the outline. Yeah, bit, you know, of what of, so. of what looked to be, you know, a smaller, younger child. Right. So that was probably the best part of that investigation. Well, I won't say the best part, because the best part was we actually did do a house cleansing. We did. Um, at the end. Room. And yeah. I did speak to him probably four or five months later. He said he was feeling better. From yes, they, they hadn't had any issues. It was the energy kind of changed. Um, so that was probably the best part, actually being... Because that was, for me, the whole... Point. Point. Well, I'll just kind of interject here for a second. Like, at the end when we were leaving, we kind of, again, he was using Sean as a, like, a spiritual board. And, uh, like, as I was talking, I was talking, so it was like Sean was sitting next to this um, spirit. And uh, I was kind of talking through Sean to this, because, again, I thought it was a child, so I kind of talked like I was talking to a child. Anyways... Um, and as I was talking to this child, like I just tried to help, you know, you try to help it move on and like, you know, things like that. So, but anyways, like it was really cold in the room and I don't know if Sean can attest to this, but like at one point it was like really cold. I felt it, you know, but then all of a sudden it just felt warm. So it was just really weird. Like the temperature change. Almost instant. So yeah, see, you, um, I mean, you, our last EVP session together, right. um, which didn't pick up anything on the the recording. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you were sitting on their bed, mm-hmm. and I was sitting right inside the closet. Right, because that's where it kind of. Well, that, for one, that's where we saw the face. Right, so you're like you know, just gonna draw draw it in here. Like um, and that the, I, I had a hard time really believing the glowing green light. Mm-hmm. That they said they saw, but you know, everyone has their own experiences if they do. I've right. had countless ones myself. Right, me too. Um, so I, it was already a little bit cooler where I was sitting, as opposed to where I think you were. So, but yes, that that I did feel that. You know, like almost instantaneous, it's cold to warm. Like this was at the temperature. End when, like, you know, swing. I was telling it to move on, and just all of a sudden, boom, yeah, like, it was like a warmness came over. Yeah, so it's really weird. It was just one of those, like almost like I said, instantaneous, mm-hmm. just dramatic shift 
shift, yeah. Um, Cold to, to hot, but like, yeah, it just it was weird. But that's how I felt it moved on. Like, that's how I thought, you know, it's definitely gone because, like, just the atmosphere in the room kind of changed a little bit. It seemed, you know, I don't know. You get what I'm saying, no? Yeah, I do. I And yeah. obviously things changed for him because he started to feel better, things yeah. like that. So, Like I said, that was the best part. I just think this child, because that's what I interpreted it as, just needed to have that encouragement because the child just like, you know. Probably scared. scared. And, that, and that kind of brings me back to, you know, mm-hmm. like after you die. Um, it is, the theory is, and I, and I keep using the word theory because... Mm-hmm. We don't it, know. It, nothing has ever been proven, mm-hmm. um, and until something does, that's really all we have to work on. Right? Um, is is a theory, but the theory is that most of the time, a spirit that is, you know, people see, for example, a you know figure that walks from one room down the hall, walks into another room. Mm-hmm. The theory is that that's what that person that was a normal routine for something in, in that individual's life, and that they don't necessarily know that they're dead. So to them, they're just doing the same thing they always did. Right. But you got to think, you know. If it's someone from, like, say, the 1800s, they walk through a... We see them walk through a wall. Mm-hmm. Well, was that wall there in their time? Exactly. You know... They're, they're where they are. Exactly. We are where we are. So I guess the, the, the question I pose is, do you know? It, it goes back to wondering what happens when... When you know you everything cross is that done. over, and yeah. when it's actually like, yeah, I don't know. But I still can't help but think of jobs, ghost jobs, ghost like, jobs. <laughs> Going back, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I, I agree. Maybe, maybe I never get to just retire because I'll be stuck at working at Walmart <laughs> as a ghost forever. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, is there a ghost Walmart? Ghost Walmart, like you know, you just go hang out at the ghost Ghost Walmart, and you could uh, be you could be one of those ghost uh, door checkers or whatever, you know. Well, you've seen some of the people at Walmart around here. You know, I just thought of maybe ghost police. I mean, what do the police ghosts look like? I mean, do they? How do they write their tickets and and stuff? But like, is there an entire world right that is identical to what we have? Just. Ghosts, spirits, you know. Yeah. Fire department, post office, police Maybe department. Maybe be something different when you become a ghost. You know, you know? It is is there two ghosts doing a podcast on the living right now? Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> We're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like they're watching down on us right now. Like then they're doing their own podcast on on us. I mean, and it also kind of you know intertwines the. Um, you know, the multiverse theory, which we can right. get into another episode. That's like the Matrix or something. Uh, more, the multiverse, if you're looking at a movie, which we'll, we'll go into movies again in another yeah. episode. Movies are fun. Um, but if you're looking at a movie, obviously the new one coming out, Doctor Strange and the yeah. Multiverse well, of Madness. So that's the multiverse, yeah. Uh, but if you want 
one movie that kind of describes what it is that's currently out. I mean, there's a bunch of them, but a good one I have found is uh, one called The One with Jet Li. Um, oh, yeah. Kind of dives into the whole multiverse theory. Right. Um, again, like I said, you know, movies, we'll, uh, we'll get into in another episode. Um, but yeah, so paranormal, do you believe in it? Do you not believe in it? Feel free, you know, you're all, you can always email us at lens.themouse at gmail.com. Let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, I do think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, nice talking to you guys again. And we'll talk to you later. <laughs>